Hey, this is Gratuitous. Welcome to Music Production Made Simple, the show that focuses on best practices about music production, which is based on FL Studio. If you're wanting to become the best producer you could be, subscribe and listen weekly. You can also check out my courses, which teach you the principles and basics of music production. They'll get you up and running quickly. In addition, I also have books on Amazon and tons of music on Spotify. Always feel free to hit me up at hi at itsgratuitous.com. So let's get into the episode. Okay, welcome back to another episode. This is episode number five. In this episode, we're going to be talking about buying sounds as a producer, okay? So how to buy the right sounds and save money while doing so, what to look for in sounds, what type of sounds should you buy, and what kind of sounds should you have as a producer, okay? So I think the first thing that we have to talk about is the different types of sounds that we have available. So we have one shot sounds and we have instruments. So instruments are what we use to create melodies. These can be things like Serum, Silent One, Harmer, and FL Studio calls these generators, okay? It's what we use to create the melodies and they're like in perfect pitch, which I'll talk about uh, later. I'd also classify sampling underneath uh, the instrument's umbrella category here again sampling is when you take a piece of audio with like the melody you chop it up and create your own arrangement out of it now one shot sounds are like our kicks claps hi-hats different types of percussion elements to build our drum loops as well as one shot sound effects as well one thing you have to be very very careful of is not to buy construction kits okay and what construction kits are it's like these people are creating loops typically for you to use royalty free And you can add these loops into your track. But really what they're doing is like they're creating a song, breaking out the stems, and you can use these stems essentially as loops within your song. Um, You have to be careful because as a producer, most of the time you are wanting to use these one shot sounds, not construction kits. Okay. And typically they're priced about the same. Sometimes construction kits are even sometimes a little bit, a little bit more expensive. So just be very, very careful when you're purchasing sounds that they're not construction kits, I personally like the one-shot sounds where I can create my own drum loop from scratch, okay? So let's move into what are we producers looking for in our sounds, okay? So again, this is from my opinion, my perspective, but I'm looking at quality and variety, okay? Those are the two main factors. Now, in terms of quality, when it comes to the generators, again, your instruments and your one-shot sounds, it's a little bit different, okay? So with the generators, typically these VSTs, these instruments are perfect pitch, which is awesome, okay? So they're mathematical, so everything is in tune. When you go from one VST to the next, if you play A, you're playing A, or like A4, for example, right? A4 on one VST would be like the same A4 on another VST, you know, if you're not touching like detune and stuff like that. But if you're using like a recording as an instrument, and this is something that I have done in my later years. So I've actually created a course. It's called Organic Beats, or it's actually called Creating Organic Beats. And so what I do with you is I take a single guitar note and I actually record it with you. We then bring that guitar note into FL Studio and I create a whole composition out of that single guitar note. I create tons of different instruments just through my effects and different, uh, you know, kind of tweaks and stuff like that. But the reason why I want to tell you that is because if you are using a single guitar note that you've recorded, you have to be careful because it might not be in perfect pitch. Okay. So now if you want to use that single guitar note, uh, in conjunction with these VSTs, these generators, which are perfect pitch, uh, it's going to be really, really hard for you to kind of work with both of them. Okay. Now for quality in terms of our one shot sounds, you know, you're just looking for wave and not MP3. Okay. MP3 is lossy, which means that the actual data within the actual sound itself, frequencies have been removed, so the fidelity is not there. But in my opinion, what you're looking for is 16-bit 44.1 wave, okay? That's like 
That's perfect. That's awesome quality. That's CD standard. That's what we've been listening to for years. Uh, but, you know, the enthusiast crowd, they might even want higher quality, like 24 bit 48K. OK, um, again, at the end of the day, music gets released as MP3s, you know, streaming platforms back in the day when we used to download single songs from like iTunes and stuff like that for 99 cents. You're getting it as like a 256 um, AAC or MP3, you know. So in my opinion, the fidelity at 16-bit 44.1 is great. If you want to set that argument of, oh, well, 24-bit uh, 48K is way higher quality. At the end of the day, what are people listening to your music on anyways? Now, the next thing I want to talk about is variety. OK, so the key to your sound selection as you are purchasing your sounds, especially when you're starting up, because you have to be careful. You don't want to fall into what I call gear lust and just purchasing all these sounds just for the sake of having sounds. But you want variety, okay? So with our instruments, you want to make sure that you have some pianos. You want to make sure you have guitars, synths, bass, and various other kind of unique instruments that there's tons of VSTs out there that allow you to do stuff. For example, if you want like xylophones or, you know, stuff like that, that's the key. You want to have variety, okay? Uh, with your one-shot sounds, it's very, very important for you to have a lot of variety here too, such as toms, shakers, tambourines, bongos, long-tailed kicks, short-tailed kicks, punchy kicks, 808s, you know, so that's what I'm trying to get across to you is you want variety, okay? Because what we can do is we can always affect these sounds later with EQ and various other effects, uh, but it's important to have a high-quality foundation because then it's really easy to be creative with our variety okay so it's hard to create a high quality beat out of low quality sounds okay and the key is versatility in our sounds that's the key to be creative as a producer so let's talk about how many sounds should a producer purchase now get this i've been producing music for about 10 years now and my personal drum kit folder my one shot sounds is less than five gigabytes OK, you read on like forums and like Reddit and stuff like that. And people are like, I have a hundred gigabyte folder of my sounds. And it's just like, I'm going to explain why my folder is so small. OK, so first of all, I want to say that I actually have tons of versatility in my sound kits. OK, because over my years, I have just purchased high quality sounds that also had a lot of variety in them. Another benefit of this is it's super minimal. OK, so it's like I don't have tons of sounds. I don't get confused where sounds are. I know exactly where my different types of sounds are. In addition, it's really, really light to carry around. Like I don't need to, you know, always have one specific hard drive just for my sounds. It's just five gigabytes of sounds is unreal. So that's just something really interesting for you guys to think about. OK, so I have high quality sounds. yet I have tons of variety and I have less than five gigabytes of my one shot drums, claps, snares, hi-hats and various other percussion elements. OK, so let's talk about where to buy your sounds from. OK, so when I uh, first started producing, I didn't have these online services, you know, such as like Splice and stuff like that, which I'll talk about in a second. Now, I started producing before these online services started up where you can kind of pay per sound. I've always bought my sound kits like as a whole. And I kind of liked always going through them after I purchased them. And I haven't purchased a sound kit in over five years, okay? So I feel I have enough sounds to not feel stale in my own productions, allowing my music to still have a different sound and stuff like that. So again, to talk about like that gear lust thing, okay? You don't need tons of sounds. You need quality and variety, okay? That's the key. 
Now, services like Splice have come up uh, in recent years and you can pay per sound. So, you know, it allows you to pay for what you use. It's a pretty cool business model. Uh, it's subscription based. So you pay like per month, you get like credits or whatever to use towards per sound. And each sound is like one credit or however they price it. Splice's platform also allows you to like save revisions of songs and collaborate with artists. So as a whole, their website and the software that they provide is very, very powerful. But since I'm just like a solo producer and artist, I prefer just like a cloud service like Dropbox just to manage all my stuff. Um, I actually never even tried Splice until I created this episode. You know, I wanted to try it before I even talked on the company. But, you know, I tried it out. I just tried like the 14 day trial that they have. Um, and it, it was pretty cool. You know, they have extremely high quality sounds. You get to pick what you want. It's a pretty cool model. So with Splice, just make sure to back up your sounds, like the ones that you download before canceling your subscription. OK. Um, I'll just talk quickly about some of, some of like my favorite sound kit companies. I actually used to sell sound kits. Um, I used to run the website soundpackflyer.com. Uh, I was able to sell sounds for like Anno Domini Beats, uh, Beat Butcher, uh, exclusive audio sounds in HD and stuff like that. Um, recently, I closed down that website to focus more time on my own brand, creating courses, now this podcast and stuff like that. Um, but some of my favorite companies over the years of when I did purchase sounds uh, was exclusive audio, extremely, extremely high quality sounds, tons of versatility in the sounds. Uh, one sound kit to check out from them is called Organic Beats. That's different than my course called Creating Organic Beats. Their sound kit is actually called Organic Beats. OK, Sounds in HD is a really cool company. Uh, if you want really, really high quality dance sounds, Vengeance Sample Packs is now on reFX.com. That's where you can find the Nexus 2 VST as well. Um, very, very high quality sounds from Vengeance as well. OK, so I just want to talk about how to organize your drum kits and how I have approached it in later years. So how I approach it is I create a sounds kit folder. OK, so I would call it like drum kits inside that drum kits folder. I create a folder for each vendor I purchase sounds from. So let's just talk about exclusive audio. OK, so inside of drum kits, I would create a folder called exclusive audio. Now, whenever I purchase a new sound kit from exclusive audio, I would just drag and drop it right into exclusive audios folder and I'm done. You know, I know exactly where the sounds are. For that company and it's good to go. Uh, nowadays there's also like sound managers so adsrsounds.com has one uh, you can like tag and organize your sounds. I think tools like that are a really really cool approach but personally I like the minimal flow of like less tools the better um, you know it's just less kind of like headaches uh, if there's any bugs or anything like that you know it's like the less tools the better when it comes to creating music in my opinion that I've discovered over the years. I personally know where all my sounds are already and if I need them, I know where to find them. OK, so again, that's just how I approach uh, these sound kits, purchasing them and how to organize them. OK, so that's what to look for when buying sounds. The biggest thing is to be careful not to fall into gear lust. Your goal is quality and variety that gives you a solid foundation to work off of. Also, if you guys come to this episode's page on my website, I'll leave the link in the show notes. Again, it's episode five. I'm going to be leaving links to all the companies I've talked about, as well as the course Creating Organic Beats, if you'd like to check that out. Thanks for checking out the episode. If you had any questions, visit itsgratuitous.com slash podcast, select an episode and submit your question at the bottom of the page to the contact form. If you'd like to take my FL Studio courses, see my current studio and podcasting gear, read my books or are interested in lessons, visit the link itsgratuitous.com slash learning. That page will redirect you to more info and resources. I hope the best with your productions. I'm Gratuitous and I'll see you in the next episode.